Hello listeners, it's Wednesday, January 27th. Last weekend in the Plus League, one team tries to make their way to first place, another justifies their reputation in the league, one team tries to end their long road trip with a happy bus ride home, and the final team is on search for belonging. Plus Basketball Weekly breaks down all these storylines. I'm Ryan Chen, host of Taiwanese Pro Ball, let's get to it. Heading into the weekend, one of the biggest what-ifs after the Taipei Fubon Braves lost to the Xingzhu Jieko Lioneers at home, could the Taoyuan Pilots take the number one spot with two more Braves losses and Pilots sweeping another weekend at home? The end picture would have been the Pilots' six wins and two losses, a half a game above the 6-3 Braves. Matching up for the second time in a row in Taoyuan, the Pilots faced the Formosa Taishing Dreamers. Add the opening Sunday win and the matchup has been completely lopsided. To counter, Coach Julius decided to rest guard Anthony Tucker for the first time this season and go with Jaron Young and Stephen Hicks as their imports. Wu Songwei all the way was their only guard to start the game. With Kenny Chen and Randall Walko getting more minutes, the Dreamers are starting to play bigger and more athletic. They held Davon Reed to 36% shooting and they themselves took 100 shots, which is way above average in the plus league. With another fourth quarter league, was this their breakthrough? From the Pilots' perspective, they had a 19-point lead in the first half and held the Dreamers to 31% shooting. Reed scored 25 points, going 7-for-7 from the line. Kadeem Jack was superb with 31 points and 19 rebounds. You know he wanted to get the 20th. However, they turned the ball over 19 times and besides their imports, the rest of the team scored only 33 points on 12-of-33 shooting. In the third quarter, the only two to score were Reed and Jack. In the end, they pulled it out thanks to Quincy Davis, who grabbed five offensive rebounds and blocked three shots in the critical fourth quarter. You have to feel the Dreamers dropped this one because they only shot 10 of 19 from the free throw line. Final score, 89-84 Pilots. Braves were bent on avenging their lone loss on the season to the Lioneers. They swapped home venues and the Lioneers' moment of inspiration was just that, a moment. The Braves took it to them with their 87-67 blowout. Louis Jinwei-Lu led the game in scoring with 19 points, 3 of 4 from deep. Charles Garcia still is a Lioneers killer with 17 points and 16 rebounds. No Braves had a plus-minus more than 20, and no one was in the minus, so that final score was built up by everybody. The 20-point loss ties a league record, and 67 points sets a low in single-game scoring by one team. The previous low was 83. For the Lioneers, only Williams, Zhenwei, and Evan Lee, Jairet were positive in the plus-minus and they were a combined 3 for 18 shooting in 36 combined minutes. 30% field goal percentage for the Lioneers while allowing 30% shooting from 3 against the Braves? Yikes. The top performers in terms of stats, rookie guard Tian Hong scored his first double-digit game with 13 and swiped 4 steals. Julian Wright grabbed 17 rebounds while shooting poorly. Hashim Tabit was the only Lioneer double-double with 15 points and 13 rebounds, but he continues to take idiotic fouls on guys not even with a basketball. He was fined previously for smacking Brave center Ihor Zaisev in the face. With numerous shots taken on Saturday, expect the Bills to pile up. Almost as egregious, 6 for 19 from the free throw line, which is just 31%. Quick turnaround for the Braves who went to Taoyuan Arena for the first time this season. With the win over the Lioneers, they spoiled the Pilots' chances at the top spot in the standings. But the fact that these two teams haven't played each other since January 2nd, 22 days prior, and the Pilots were on a four-game winning streak at home, built up this matchup. I spoke to General Manager Sean Chen Xing'an before the game, and he informed me the Pilots wanted to play with even faster pace. 
and this was the reason why Willie Warren was joining Davon Reed as their two imports for the pilots. Things were looking good for them after the first half, up by one controlling the boards. Reed had 21 points playing every second of the first half, on pace to equal Tucker's single game high in scoring. But the looming concern from Saturday was coming true. Their domestic contributions were almost exclusively Q, who played 21 and a half minutes. For the Braves, Michael Singletary played his best game on the season, scoring 22 points with 7 rebounds and 5 assists. Zaysef was a machine, scoring 28 and grabbing 20 rebounds to set a new league record by the end of the day. The second half belonged to the Braves, who ran the Pilots out of the gym. The Braves played faster and more aggressive. By the end, they had 32 fast break points, cashing in on 11 offensive rebounds with 17 points, and scored 22 off of the Pilots' 19 turnovers. Talk about stifling a team, for 7.5 minutes the Braves didn't allow a single point to the Pilots to start the 4th quarter. Interestingly enough, Q played the second most minutes in a losing effort. You'd think they would want to save his legs. The final score of 102-79 also broke the previous record of largest margin of victory. The defeated bracket from Saturday saw the Dreamers take on the Lioneers in Shinzu for the night game on Sunday. For both games, Oscar Gaugohal was left off the roster, nursing a couple of injuries. In this place was the Lioneers new signee, Ling Ming Yi, who spent the last three years in the mainland's National Basketball League NBL. He joins their group of small guards, William 180cm, Ling Ming Yi 175, Oscar 179, Elliot 178, and Tianhao 173. LaDante Henton was only moderately productive in 28 minutes and we'd learn later he sustained an injury during the game. That meant the Lioneers would be playing with two of their smaller guards. And that mobility actually worked in this respect. They held the Dreamers to 20% from 3, a season low, but uncharacteristically, they got down by 13 points after the first quarter. That quarter was so bad, Lin Guanlun got 10 of his 12 players in. By the end, one encouraging sign was the emergence of Calvin Chen Lihuan's 13 points in the third quarter alone. He has seen his playing time diminish recently, as too was the second consecutive double-digit scoring game for Tian Ha. Julius, on the other hand, might have played 10 as well, but with much tighter rotations. In the fourth, Tucker and Jaren Young both played, but their other four spots were occupied by the same four players for the whole 12 minutes. Amigo, Kenny, Walco, and Derek, Lee Doe, all above 190 besides Kenny who was 185, and to the surprise of prognosticators before the season started, the Dreamers were bigger than their opponents. Tucker hit 5 of 6 free throws to ice the game, but making 3 critical baskets was Kenny Chen down the stretch. The final score of that game, 92-81 for the Dreamers. After the weekend, the Braves remain on top at 1-8. I asked Coach Xu Jingzi at the Sunday post-game press conference how they approach the next week. He just said the same as last, and humbly added that he didn't think this weekend should be seen as two blowout wins for the Braves. Sure, Roger. The Pilots are 5-3 with a lot of questions after falling so short to the number one team, who by the way were playing on short rest, 5pm to 2.30pm the next day. The Dreamers still can't figure out the Pilots, now 0-4 against their foes, but their two wins on the season are against the Lioneers in Xingzu, now with a half-game lead. Those Lioneers, well, like I said at the top, they're searching. Next week, the Dreamers and Pilots will be the home teams, and the Lioneers and Braves will be on the road. English broadcasts will be in Zhanghua for those afternoon games. That's it for Plus Basketball Weekly. Thanks for listening. I'm Ryan Chen, and this was another episode of Taiwanese Pro Ball. See ya!